every youngster here on the Michigan team has dreamt of the day that he someday would play on a championship team and come to the Rose Bowl and play in the granddaddy of them all. Welcome back to Divine Intervention, episode two of the week. Joining me again, Craig Compton. Earlier this week, we talked about Michigan cleaning it up. Moving forward, they were able to eliminate the turnovers against Indiana. Obviously, a lot of penalties like we talked about. Hopefully, they can eliminate that as well as they look to take on Penn State this weekend against the number two team in the country. A game they could win, a game that's going to be a struggle to win if they look as bad as they have at times this season. So, Craig, I got a question for you to start this episode off. Is Karan Higdon Michigan's best player? Absolutely no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. Offensive player or just all around? We'll go offensive. Offensive, absolutely no doubt in my mind. Is he the most talented player on Michigan's offense? Absolutely not, no doubt in my mind. (laughs) Well, he's the best player right now. I think he made that very obvious. He was really the only player that provided a spark uh, against Indiana. 200 yards, three touchdowns, including the game winner on 25 carries. Got the bulk of the load. Looked like Michigan's best runner as he has in a lot of games this season, maybe other than when Ty Isaac had uh, two good games to start. So let's start there. We talked a little bit earlier today. What does it take for for Michigan to beat Penn State? Can they do it with just the running game? I think it's a, a pretty steep uh, uphill battle they've got this weekend, but I think if they're going to do it, they have to control the clock. They have to pound the ball um, and just control things. Like you said, just, yeah, through the run game, they're going to have to do it. So you fully expect Teron Higdon to get the bulk of the carries, I'm assuming? Yeah. I don't I don't see why not after a 200-yard performance. We got 25 carries, like I said, against Indiana. Ty Isaac got 7, 38 yards, a 13-yard run. And Chris Evans got 8 carries for only 5 yards. Had a long of 10, but 5 total net yards. What do you think about Chris Evans? Uh, I mean, that number right there shocks me um, just because every time he gets the ball, it I don't want to say it's like when Denard would have the ball and it was like, oh, man, he could spring this for a big a big touchdown run. But every time Chris Evans is in the game, it's almost like this year we're just waiting for, for Chris Evans of last year to emerge. And you and I have talked about it a little bit, and it just feels like it's coming at some point. You know, Ty Isaac... Started the year um, really hot, and now it's Karan Higdon's turn, and it, it just seems like as maybe we turn the calendar to November, maybe that'll be Chris Evans' time. But I just think he's too talented of a player to have, what you say, five yards or something? Yeah. Uh, he's too talented to, to have that, and I think a lot of times he's just trying to make that big play. Um, he, he dances around a little bit. He goes side to side. Instead of just hitting the hole, um, with some power and some speed, like a Karan Higdon, or sometimes, I guess, Ty Isaac even. I guess you could say his assignment could be different. I went through a lot of the first-half plays uh, against Indiana, and a lot of times Chris Evans was uh, was not getting the same type of blocking that Karan Higdon was. Karan Higdon and Ty Isaac have had some great help from the offensive line on some of their runs. Chris Evans, too, against Purdue, uh, that long touchdown he had, uh, went untouched. Kron Higdon obviously had one where he went untouched against Indiana. So I would say that sometimes the schemes are, are going to be a little bit different. That's one of the things I noticed. Uh, when you when you want to run downhill and do kind of the gap-paced power runs where you're you're picking a gap and you've got a guard pulling, uh, Kron Higdon gets that a lot. I've seen uh, 
Chris Evans get a lot of some zone reads, and he turned a play which could have been a disaster in the first half against Indiana into, what, a three- or four-yard run, ran about 80 yards to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. And he's bounced out to the outside in, in multiple occasions this season, but in terms of a, a full game outside of that Purdue game where he was the only consistent back, we have not seen him really break out. If it's going to be a running back by committee, which I don't think is as likely at this point moving forward. I think Jim Harbaugh is going to stick with the guys that are performing. But I think you're right. Chris Evans is still due for a big game. Uh, and what a better spot to do it than under the lights at Penn State. Yeah, and we've kind of seen this the last couple of years with uh, you know, Davion Smith being the quote-unquote lead back, I guess, the last two years. And it seemed almost like in September and October, it was like, where is Davion Smith? He's not even involved in the offense, really. Um, his numbers aren't that great. There's other guys like Karan Higdon or Chris Evans that are, are lighting up the stat sheet. But then when we turn the uh, turn the, the calendar to November, Davion Smith suddenly came out of nowhere and, and seemed to be that actual lead back. Um, and I just wonder if that's partly what's going on is – Maybe they're just trying to rotate guys and how many carries guys get to keep all three of their backs healthy right now. We have to talk about one of the best plays of the day, Kareem Walker. He's going to be the leading rusher by the end of the year. I called it in the summer. So today or this weekend was it was just a start, man. He's just getting his toes wet. You know what? It's actually he's got a lot of chasing to do, especially when Kron Higgins puts up 200 yards, but. Uh, Jim Harbaugh did say more carries coming his way. I believe it. It was a play where you saw Tyrone Wheatley get a first down. Uh, you saw Kareem Walker in there. Uh, I think it was back-to-back plays, actually. Two guys who a lot of people are looking for, haven't seen a lot of. And so I fully expect Jim Harbaugh to to bring out some of those guys and some of these players that we haven't seen as much on the field uh, Saturday looking to get something going. But what do you think his future is? Do you, do you honestly see him getting three, four, five, six carries on Saturday? I, yeah, I, I, I do. I think he'll get some carry because, like I said, I think Michigan will just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Um, and when you're doing that, you've got to rotate guys in and out. But I think Michigan's just in a unique phase right now where they, they've got that young talent chomping at the bit, but they've also got some guys that have been there um, that are still pretty good players. And so part of me thinks that they're just holding back on the offense a little bit, um, protecting guys. I've read a lot of things about how Dylan McCaffrey, it's already a done deal. He's the quarterback next year. Um, they just don't want to throw him in this year because it'll mess with his head. And while I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that standpoint, um, I think that could be true maybe about a guy like Brandon Peters. I, I think it's crazy that um, – John O'Corn can throw for 58 yards, and we don't even think about bringing in another guy at quarterback. Um, I don't know. I think that the whole offense, there's some playmakers there that maybe aren't getting a shot, and I think the guys that make the most of that opportunity are, are going to be around. So why not Kareem Walker? Um, he's obviously got all the talent in the world coming out of high school. Everybody thought he was the next big thing, so I'm excited to, for him to get his opportunity. Yeah, you see guys uh, at that level, young freshmen, maybe redshirt freshmen, who um, obviously get limited opportunities compared to some of the veterans. But when I look at a team like Alabama, it doesn't seem long until one of their young backs gets into the ball game. 
And then right after that seems to make some sort of contribution, whether it's just a big run for a touchdown or just getting uh, more carries as the season goes on. They always turn over a new star year to year. A lot of guys that, that see NFL time in the future. So I believe that Kareem Walker will get more uh, responsibility as the season goes on, especially if, if the three backs that we've seen a lot of aren't contributing consistently. But when I think about this game Saturday, I think obviously you turn to Karan Higdon. You want to see a repeat performance. You don't have a Saquon Barkley on the team, but I think what Michigan does have at running back is enough guys to at least match uh, Saquon Barkley's performance, especially against a Michigan defense uh, who should hopefully be able to slow him down. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this game. Um, I think it can, I don't know, it's hard to predict this one because it can go a lot of different ways, but if Michigan can control the clock and run the ball and take care of it, I think they could come out of there with a win because their defense is so strong. But if they try to air it out, try to get uh, tricky, I guess, on offense, I think it could turn pretty quickly. Well, there's two things we agree on. The run game has to be there. They have to control the clock, and obviously that defense has to keep playing at championship level. Craig, I'm excited to see what happens this weekend. I also believe that Michigan has a shot to win this one. I know a lot of people are already counting them out, especially Penn State. Uh, But you know what? I would like to see them get this win. I think it would be huge for their confidence, especially these young players. Uh, If you want a developmental process to to kind of speed up, be the number two team on the road in an environment like uh, Penn State hosts. So I'm excited to see it. Craig, I will talk to you next week, and hopefully we follow up after a Michigan win. Go Blue.